Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm really excited to be chatting with you guys today. I hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend, and this should be on December 1st. So, also happy December last month of 2022. What a fucking year it has been, y'all. What a year. And today, I really wanted to talk about something that I've been dealing with kind of behind the scenes this year. I've talked a little bit about it on the podcast, but not a whole lot. And that is my health journey. So if you have been following me for a while, you've probably seen me go through a lot of different health um, journeys and different health, I don't want to say ailments, but um, just different things, right? I'm really passionate about holistic health and I'm really passionate about um, really healing the body naturally. That's just something that's really important to me. Um, And especially working in the medical field, I am someone that just really believes that there's a lot we can do through just like diet, exercise, mindset. Um, That mind-body connection is something I talk about a lot. And this year, I really saw it come to fruition. And so if you guys know, I've talked about how I did the 75 hard back in 2021 and how much it changed my life. It It genuinely changed my life because I started it like early January and I loved it. But at the same time, the one thing with it that I found is it really did kind of create negative mindsets in my life because it's, it's very strict. It's very strict. It has a lot of discipline. And I think that's great though, for some people, I think some people really need that strict mindset. Um, and it helped me in a time where I, I needed that. I do really well with structure. I do really well with discipline. And so that program changed my life completely. That being said, I attempted to do the Live Hard program, which is like their year-long version of the 75 Hard throughout 2021. And honestly, I failed. I wasn't able to do it. I did many of the phases. I completed phase one. And then after failing that a couple times and failing means you like literally miss one thing. I think the first time I failed phase one, it was 30 days long. And on day 28, I fell asleep before reading that day, like little things here or there. It doesn't mean that you completely went off the track. It's just, you missed one thing. Right. And so this year in 2022, pretty early on in the year, like in February, had a big curveball thrown at me. Um, in my family life, but then also just a lot of stuff at work. And it was a pretty hard year. Like, I think you guys have probably picked up on that. It's been a hard year for me. I 
have grown a ton. And so I'm really grateful for all the adversity thrown my way. I really am. Um, even though obviously the situations like really fucking sucked, I still am very grateful for all the lessons and I like who I am today, today here on what November, let's see, it's November 29th. Yeah. I'm really grateful for where I am today. And that being said though, that doesn't mean that this year has been easy. And one thing that I've been kind of struggling with is my health journey. So with all the stress at work, I think I've talked about it a little bit with my episodes with Gianna, and those are some of the most popular episodes. So if you have not listened to my episodes with Gianna, um, we taught, we've done two so far, and I'm sure she's going to come on here again talking about her weight loss journey and just like body image and weight loss and all these things like mental health surrounding fitness and health and weight loss. You guys should take a listen to those. And so I'm kind of doing a bit of a solo episode about that topic today. And I had actually recorded this episode before Thanksgiving, but then some stuff happened over Thanksgiving and I just decided I'm going to re-record it and kind of change some things I wanted to share because I learned a lot even in this past week. So things that have been going on for me personally, well, I'll be honest, guys, I think I've shared this before, but I'm not 100% sure. I am someone that has definitely struggled throughout the years with like emotional eating, stress eating, and I've never been diagnosed with any sort of eating disorder. So trigger warning to like eating disorders. I've never been diagnosed with an eating disorder, but I've definitely had disordered tendencies throughout the years. I've done a ton of different shit. Like I've definitely restricted, I've definitely binged and, um, but never to an extent that I'd say it was a complete disorder. I just have had definitely disordered habits, but I'd say overall what I've pretty consistently struggled with was emotional eating. And this year with all the stress that I had going on at work, outside of work, family life, like everything, I really fell back into old habits and patterns that like I had somewhat overcame with the 75 hard. Um, I'll just be honest too. Like I love the 75 hard, but it wasn't sustainable for me, the amount of activity that I was doing because there was days I would end up doing like three or four different quote workouts. And so I'd be doing some sort of physical activity for like four hours a day. Like, and that just was not sustainable for me. So, you know, I gained back some weight because I had, I had, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I had some, you know, I was really coping with food because as you guys know, I'm sober. I'll be three years sober at the end of this month. And there's just been a lot on my plate this year. And I was like, just not as, it's not even that I was necessarily binge eating. I just wasn't as mindful about what I was putting into my body. I think that's really the best way to describe it. I was like, well, this is what everyone else is doing. Sure. I'll go to in and out with you. Sure. I can have that extra sweet at the end of the night. Like, and I have a sweet tooth. If y'all don't know, I have a sweet tooth. And so it was hard. It was hard because then on top of all the physical stress and all the all the stress from like work and family stuff and other personal things, I then was like not comfortable with my body, right? Because I was like, oh, I had made this amazing progress. I finally felt so good, so confident. And now I just fucked it all up. Like that was my mindset. And that's not a healthy mindset. I know that's not reality. And like, it's so important to give yourself grace, guys. So this is just like where I was at though, right? And then I really have been facing what I see as some medical issues as well, because one thing I was getting pretty frustrated with is even though I wasn't as mindful about my eating habits, I was still working out quite a bit. Like I still lifted consistently. I was walking the dogs every day. You know, I was still relatively active, right? And something that I really struggled with as I was like, I think that the amount of like weight that I've put on really shouldn't be this amount 
compared to how active I am. And guys, this is all relative. So for me, it felt like a lot, even though realistically, logistically, it it wasn't that much. But for me, I didn't feel good in my body. And that's what's important, not the number on the scale, but like, are you feeling comfortable? Are you feeling confident? And I wasn't. I wasn't. I was not feeling comfortable. I was not feeling confident. And it was really fucking hard. It was really hard for me. Um, And so I went to the doctor and actually it was really ironic. Got to love the divine timing. I went in August and I was like, hey, like I, it was around the time I needed my yearly check-in. And I was like, hey, I'm just really struggling with this. Can you like give me any advice? And she's like, honestly, I think this is all stress because if you guys know um, when your body is stressed and it goes into like fight or flight mode, oftentimes like it will hang on to weight because your body is thinking that this traumatic event is happening and it's thinks that it needs to like hang on to weight to protect you. And essentially like this is very non-scientific terms for all of this. Right. And so my doctor was like, you know what? I think you don't need to focus. She like, cause I was telling her like how much I was working out, what I was eating. She's like, honestly, Erica, you know, maybe look at the anti-inflammatory diet again. Cause I know that's really helped you. She's like, but at the same time, I think the biggest thing you need to work on is stress management. And I think a lot of your like concerns are going to go away when you decrease your stress. And I was like, okay. So ironically, and she was like, honestly, Erica, it seems like a lot of this is coming from your job and also your other personal things you shared. She's like, but a lot of it's coming from your job and that's like a tangible thing you could potentially change. So I would, I would look at a different line of work. And literally the next day I was offered my work from home job, which is just wild to me. Right. And so then I was like, okay, I got to focus on stress management. And I decided that it was really important to me to take this opportunity as me working from home, which happened in September as an opportunity to really like change my habits and change my lifestyle. And so then I went back to the doctor and I was really, I'm concerned about my thyroid. I still am concerned about my thyroid, to be honest. And I'm like a bit frustrated. I might be looking at like a holistic doctor, but, um, I was frustrated because a lot of like the symptoms I have, like the physical symptoms, um, like fatigue, brain fog. Um, like I just get so cold. Like it's a lot of it. It looks like it potentially is thyroid indicated and they don't tend to do like in-depth blood work. Like And this was something else that frustrated me, even though it's obviously a great thing is, you know, guys, like my blood work was all coming back normal. So I was like, in theory, I'm healthy. Blood pressure is normal. Like all these things are normal. I just like wasn't comfortable with where I was at. And I had like a lot of different symptoms that I was like struggling with. And so then once I got back from training and I started my new job, I forget what day it was, probably early October. I decided to like go back on my super strict anti-inflammatory diet that I've done in the past and it it's helped. It's made me feel absolutely incredible. And now that's pretty much what I'm following. Um, but this is also why I wanted to update the episode and why I decided to record it because I did kind of make some decisions around the holiday season, you know, as my birthday coming up as well. And then Christmas and Thanksgiving and all these things. And I was looking at like this lifestyle and this diet and like, I'll be honest guys, like I did decide to do the 75 hard again for a little bit. I didn't actually finish it. I chose not to continue with it and I'll get into that in a minute. But what I loved about that is it really helped me get back into some healthy and sustainable habits for me that I really needed. And it helped me create a new routine while working from home. So 
what I've cut out when it comes to food is gluten, dairy, and soy. And a lot of people are like, what the fuck? That is so hard. And I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. It, it is hard. It's a lot. It's a lot. That shit is in everything. So essentially I'm pretty much eating like fruits, veggies, and meat and like healthy fats and very, very limited grains, like not really grains. I don't even do a lot of eggs anymore. Um, and it's crazy though, like how much better my body feels. And this is where, when it gets difficult, I think about how I feel. And I think that's where this whole thing was stemming from. It wasn't the weight on the scale. It wasn't the numbers and the blood work. It wasn't this, it wasn't that. It's genuinely that I did not feel very good. And so one thing I did was I started this anti-inflammatory diet again. And, um, I started the really, really strict like elimination diet, but then I've pretty much returned to mostly just gluten-free, dairy-free and soy-free. There are still things I limit. I don't really do a lot of grains in general. Like I used to eat not a lot of rice, but I'd eat rice or I'd eat like chickpea pasta, like legumes. I don't really do anymore grains. I don't really do anymore. Like I used to do quinoa or rice, chickpea pasta. Um, and I just, I've really cut all that out for the most part because I, it doesn't make me feel very good. And so, yeah, I mean, I eat a pretty limited diet. If I'm going to be honest, I also cut out, um, potatoes and I mostly do sweet potatoes now because I read that, um, for whatever reason, like potatoes are very anti or very inflammatory for people, but sweet potatoes are not as much. And so that's, something I decided to do. And guys, I feel amazing. I feel really, really good. And so something I wanted to talk about with this, cause you guys are probably like, Erica, why do I actually give any fucks about what you're doing? So that's why I'm sharing it though. What I'm doing is what a lot of people would see as extreme. And a lot of people would be like, Oh, you don't need to do that. You know, even like some of my good friends and I'm not at all like shitting on them, but they're like, Erica, that's too much. That's like, you're gonna not be able to sustain it or Erica, like maybe don't cut all these things out, like add raw milk, add this, add that, or add whole grains. Like maybe start like making your own bread or get a sourdough or do other things like find higher quality gluten. It's not gluten. It's this or that. And guys, it might be other things. It might be all the pesticides. It might be this and it might be that, but I don't have time to do everything. <laughs> like, and I found something that works for me, which is this like gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free lifestyle, right? And so for me, that's like what's working. And so my message to you is do what feels good for your body. Like if you find something that works for you, do it. If it makes you feel good, who gives a shit about what everyone else says? Because at the end of the day, it's not their body. It's not their life. They're not the ones having to live in it. And one of the biggest things I was struggling with was like digestive issues. And um, like, I'm not going to go into all the details, obviously, but like a big one was like feeling so bloated after meals, like so bloated. And it's, again, it's frustrating because I've like done a lot of tests for different things and like no one has answers. And so that's where I'm looking for a naturopath because I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't understand how you can say I don't have some sort of autoimmune or digestive issue when like I follow autoimmune protocol and that's the only thing that makes me not feel like shit. Right. So I would like some answers just because then I can like tailor how I treat my body better. Something else I've done guys, and I want to do a whole episode on this topic is follow the glucose goddess on Instagram, her like book and her research. So she is, I believe a biochemist, but either way, she's a scientist and she's done a lot of research. She also has shares research that other people have done on food and how it 
spikes your insulin. And it's so fucking interesting guys, because you can, and this is what I love about her because it's in a way a lot less restrictive, but you can literally take the same food. Like you can take the same food, the same plate. And if you just eat it in a different order, it's going to affect your body differently. It's not going to spike the glucose or the insulin as much, which is really important. Um, for a lot of different metabolic functions, like you don't want these insulin spikes. That's what can cause weight gain. That's what can cause like those crashes that you get midday. And so different things you can do, like not drinking coffee on an empty stomach. And I am very guilty of that. I do that a lot. I'm really, really, really trying not to. So something I've incorporated back into my routine is um, bulletproof coffee, because then at the beginning of the day, I don't, I start work pretty early in the day. I don't always want to be eating something, right? Like that's not what I want. And so what I like about bulletproof coffee is I'll add um, a healthy fat and I'll add a collagen powder. So then I'm getting protein, I'm getting fat, and then usually I'll have a banana with it. So then I'm like getting some carbs, getting some fats, getting some proteins, and I'm starting my day off with a meal, but I'm also like getting my caffeine. Um, and then I'll eat like a breakfast a couple hours later. That's just how I do it because I don't really want to eat a full meal at like 5.30 in the morning. That's just me. Um, and following these principles has helped a lot. So then a really quick tip, guys, because I'm boring when it comes to my meals, and this is like one of her principles, I'm very boring. I pretty much do a meat, some sort of vegetable, and some sort of starch. That's my meal. So almost every single time that starch is sweet potatoes. Like Kyle's probably very sick of sweet potatoes. Sorry, babe, but like I'm the one who cooks. That's what I like. It is what it is. And then a veggie and then either like a meat or like a lean protein or a fish is often what we do. That's what I like. And so what's interesting though, is if you take that plate, if you eat it in different ways, it's going to affect your body differently. So she recommends starting with your vegetable because the, I'm, I'm going to kind of butcher it a little bit. I'm doing my best. So look up her information if you want all the, all the scientific knowledge. But she says that you start with the vegetable because the fiber in the vegetables, if I'm remembering correctly, kind of help to line the intestines. And so it helps like slow down the absorption of things. And thus, like it doesn't cause that spike in blood sugar, right? So if you start with your vegetable and then you do your protein source, and then you end with your carb or your starch, it's going to help your glucose and your insulin not spike as much, which I think is really, really important. And I've noticed like a pretty big difference since doing this. Like I don't feel as bloated after meals. Now, again, I'm eating a lot healthier things that in theory should not cause inflammation nearly as much. But that's something to think about, guys, is if you're struggling with a health issue, um, I believe cutting processed food is really important. Cutting sugar is really important. And I like have a sweet tooth. So cutting sugar is very hard for me. Um, but finding like alternatives to your favorite foods are really helpful. Like I'll be honest, Trader Joe's like is my savior. Like Trader Joe's is the reason I can function because it helps me like have like healthier versions of snacks I want, of sweets I want that like don't make me feel like shit. So it works and they have a lot of like allergen friendly products. So if you struggle a lot and you have a Trader Joe's or like a Whole Foods near you, we have Sprouts closer to us, but Sprouts is just like a lot more expensive than Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. It's kind of crazy actually because I like did look it up. I was curious. Um, but if you have a Trader Joe's and you have some of these issues, 10 out of 10 recommend going. And so that's something that's helped me a lot is this cutting processed foods, all these things, um, eating anti-inflammatory as well as following this eating order of trying to really not eat things that are going to spike my blood sugar. 
So then as well, guys, I have noticed that um, I mentioned it earlier. I am someone that I decided to like restart the 75 hard. I forget the day I started it on um, because I've now since stopped, but I'm glad I did it because it helped me like develop good habits and good routines and it helped me stay on the path of what I know works for me, right? So I have a whole 75 hard episode. I'll put it in the link in the show notes if you guys want to listen to it. I really recommend it. And honestly, guys, like I did it for, I think I got to like day 43 or something like that. And I really needed it. So just over halfway and it helped me just get back into my routine. And honestly, because it helped me like get back into drinking a gallon of water a day, I was pretty much doing two workouts a day anyways, but it helped me not like make excuses for that, which I really like. And then something else I do a lot guys, like, and this is a work from home perk, but if you work from home or just in general, like I really recommend like trying to get in as many walks as possible. Like I really am a believer in walking. Um, I'm sure running is amazing too, or other forms of cardio, but just like active movement is really important. So I try to walk every day while I'm working for at least an hour. I've also noticed that like I work pretty well while walking because I'm like, there's less distractions because like walking is the distraction. So I can't focus on anything else other than walking and my work, you know? Um, so I tend to walk for about an hour every afternoon or morning or both, just depending on the day. So I'm trying to get anywhere between 10 and 15,000 steps a day. Typically I hit that. It's usually pretty easy for me, for me to get over 10,000 steps, but I do strive. Wow. I do strive for closer to 15 K, but I'm not like super strict about it. Like if I get to 13 or 14, like it's fine. So that's something I'm doing is just more movement and something else I've started doing, but I'm not super strict about yet. I think this is something I want to start being more intentional about with the new year, new year is what they call cycle syncing, cycle syncing, sorry, cycle syncing. And that's for us women out there who have our periods, have our menstrual cycle. Um, and you can sync your workouts to what phase you are in your menstrual cycle. And I have found that when I, I have found that I naturally feel inclined to do the things that are best to do based on the phase of my cycle. Like there are certain times of the month I have way more energy. I want to do more cardio. I want to lift heavier weights. I want to do more things. And then there's other times of the month where I'm like, I just want to do something like slow, like yoga or Pilates or bar. And that doesn't mean that you don't work out, but it means like follow, follow your body, follow your body's intuition. And I talked about this in my moon episode as well. Like especially women, our bodies are on this like cyclical path, right? Like we are not linear beings. We are cyclical beings. So following something that's cyclical makes a lot more sense than following the same routine every fucking like six weeks, right? You know, that it just makes more sense to me. And I've really enjoyed that. And I've also been really trying to focus on things that I enjoy doing, right? So like, I really like cycling. I love cycling and I joined a new gym that gives me access to a lot of different classes. So I've been incorporating cycling once or twice a week, which is a great form of cardio. You know, my friend Gianna, who's been on the podcast, again, go listen to those episodes. She's a big runner. And one of my goals, I think for 2023, I need to sit down and actually write them out is to like run more. I might want to run a race. I'm not sure. And I'm someone that has like such a love hate with running. Like I struggle with it, but at the same time, I feel great after. So I've been running a little bit more and I want to make that more part of my routine. And as well as I've been incorporating Pilates a couple times, or I'm sorry, yoga a couple times a week. 
And that's been huge. And I think really what I like about that, and I don't know, this is just me being like a manifesting generator or Sagittarius, like I'm kind of all over the place and I get bored very quickly. So I like having these different like class options to be able to switch it up. And I think doing something that you enjoy and that you like to do is super duper important because if you aren't wanting to go do something, you're not going to stay consistent with it. I'm much more likely to be consistent when I give myself those like various options, right? So that's kind of what I've been doing. And I'll be honest, guys, it has really helped my life and helped my health a ton. But again, this is my message for you because um, I talked about this more on the episode I'd already recorded. So I got to make sure I bring it back into this one. But a lot of people think that sometimes what I do is too much or too strict or this or that or this or that. And I, I understand it. Everyone has a different path. And Diet is such a sensitive topic. People take it very personally, and I I understand that it is a very sensitive topic. Um, but people need to remember remember that like just because what works for me doesn't mean that like you have to go do it. Like work and do whatever works for you. The other thing I want to talk about really quickly is the movement kind of almost like against working hard and almost against like working for what you want. And so don't get me wrong. I talk all the time about living in flow and living in alignment and all these good things. And I full like force believe in that. But here's the thing, guys. What I was talking about earlier is how I just felt uncomfortable with my body. I'm sure a lot of people would be like, Erica, you look fine. Like, what are you talking about? You don't have to lose weight, this or that. And like, I had a lot of people tell me like, you've gained weight. I haven't noticed at all. Like I haven't noticed at all, but I noticed, I noticed, I did not feel my healthiest, right? And guys, I think it is incredibly important to acknowledge if you are not feeling good in your skin, in your body, fucking do something about it. I am all for this body positivity movement. Feel comfortable in yourself. Like be comfortable with yourself. I, of course, do not want anyone to hate themselves. That is not healthy. Like that's not the vibe. That's like, that's not the energy I want in this universe, right? That being said, like, this phrase, oh, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. That's kind of fucked up. I understand that. Like that's very disordered E. That being said, if you are waking up every day and you are uncomfortable in your body, sure, maybe nothing tastes as good as skinny feels is like super fucked up. But if you know that maybe eating a certain way and making sacrifices is going to make you feel better and whether that's skinny or not, but just feel better in your body, I think you should do it. If even if it's difficult, because let's be honest, the best things in life come with sacrifice and are difficult. So, yes, I think that it's important to love yourself, it's important to love your body, it's important to live in alignment and not to like kill yourself trying. That being said, like people who work really hard in the gym, that's fucking discipline. It's discipline to eat healthy. It's discipline to work hard. It's discipline to run a ton of miles or lift a ton of weight or go to yoga fucking every day. Like whatever your vibe is, it takes discipline to do that. And if you notice that something works for you and it helps you feel your best, who gives a flying fuck what anyone else says about that? Like I said, a lot of people told me not to do the 75 hard again. And I'm glad I did like at least do part of it. I'm glad I started it. It helped me build a good routine. It helped me get back into the groove of things. It helped me build my discipline again. And truly guys, the only reason I stopped it is because like I shared before, I do have a lot of like disordered eating type things. And I really wanted to be careful around the holiday season to not restrict too much, right? Like 
and I don't think food is everything, but like I wanted to go to Thanksgiving and actually be able to eat there. Cause I'll be honest with you guys. Like we went to two Thanksgivings and I would only have been able to eat the turkey at both of those. That is it. Maybe the Brussels sprouts at the first one. That is it. And I was like, you know what? One, it's kind of rude to show up to someone else's house with food at like a family fucking function. So I was like, "Mm, I didn't want to be rude. I also just like wanted to enjoy life. I was like two days of just enjoying my life and eating the traditional holiday food, whatever. Like on my birthday in a couple weeks, I'm going to have a fucking dessert. Okay. I have a sweet tooth. I'm going to have a dessert. I'm going to go out to dinner and I'm going to enjoy that dinner. But those three meals and then like for Christmas, yeah, I'm going to have some Christmas cookies. I'm going to like have a Christmas meal, whatever. But those what, maybe five meals over the course of two months are not going to kill your progress. Now I will tell you guys, I'll be very upfront like today because we're still eating some leftovers from Thanksgiving. Like, but overall I'm pretty much back on my no gluten, no dairy, no soy with like very minor um, things here or there. Like I'll be honest, we have leftover sweet potatoes. They definitely have dairy in them. It's my favorite side dish. I don't care. I'm fucking eating them until they're gone. That's what I'm doing. Judge me for it. I don't give a fuck. But other than that, I've been on the groove. I have been sticking with what works for me. I have been doing my diet. I've been like not strict, but I've been, um, I've been on the path and I just was like, Erica, this is what works for you. But it also is really important to like enjoy your life and live your life. Right. And so for me, this is all about finding that balance. And so I just encourage you guys to allow yourself to do whatever it is that feels best for your body. So if that's to be running 10 miles a week, run the 10 miles a week. If it's to be lifting, you know, like five days a week, lift five days a week, you know, don't injure yourself guys and don't like not eat, like feel your body properly. But if a vegan diet is what makes you feel good, be vegan. If a carnivore diet is what makes you feel good, be carnivore. I'll just be honest, blanket statement. I would not do a ton of processed foods, not do a ton of sugar. I think like no matter what diet you do or how you live your life, that's, I think there's a lot of science and research showing it's not the best to have all those chemicals in your system. So that's like my main focus is to not do that. That being said, like who gives a fuck what other people tell you? If other people say you're doing too much, like Tom, not very nicely, like kind of fuck off. It's my body, you know, like because I know I had a lot of people be like, don't do this. Don't do that. Like, that's too much. I can never do that. You know what? Maybe you could never do that, but like, it's my body and I want to be comfortable in my body. I want to be comfortable. And let me tell you, I was finally comfortable again and I'm not where I want to be yet, but even just doing, oh, sorry guys, even just doing the 75 hard for 40 days and like being strict about my, like how I wanted to eat, I lost like 10 pounds. I lost a ton of like inflammation and like water weight and I'm sure a little bit of fat, but like I lost a ton of inflammation in my body. And like, I will say even just like eating, like not the super strictest for like three days, like even right now, like I feel like my face is a little puffy. Like I'm feeling a little inflamed compared to what I was. And so that's where I'm like, okay, Erica, take note. You enjoyed your holiday. Great. Get back on the wagon, do your fucking walk eat in the right order and don't eat a ton of processed shit. I'll be honest. The one thing I'm really kind of like kind of struggling with right now is like a good breakfast because I, 
I can do eggs, but like it's not my best. I don't love doing eggs anymore. I love eggs. Like I love them. I love the concept, <laughs> but it doesn't like, I don't feel the best when I do eggs. Um, and so I might be back on just like smoothies for breakfast train because like, honestly, guys, I feel really good eating a lot of fruits and veggies and meat and that's it. Like that's where I feel my best and like some healthy fats. That is really it. And, um, it's so funny though. Like another little side note, it's so funny that people will call you extreme for basically just eating like how our grandparents used to eat. You know, it's crazy that it's being seen as such a strict diet or so restrictive to just like eat what honestly our body probably needs and not so much processed bullshit, even though, trust me, the processed bullshit tastes good. But think about all the shit they put in there, guys. Like that, there's a reason why it tastes so good. There's a reason it's addictive. And so even though I'm, I'm here to tell you pretty much just like go, go find what works for you and go find the balance and what works for you. Because at the end of the day, the most important thing is like feeling good in your body and feeling confident and feeling like comfortable because not feeling comfortable in your own skin is one of the worst feelings in the entire world, in my opinion. It fucking sucks. And so for me too, I also had to look at that mind-body connection of like, okay, Erica, you're really upset. Is that piece of chocolate really going to make all this bullshit go away? Probably not. Why don't we go meditate? Why don't we have like maybe a water with some added flavor in it and then go meditate or go for a walk or listen to something, you know? And I've also just tried to find the joy in like cooking those healthy meals, like enjoying cooking helps a lot. And honestly, like my best friend in college and I used to do this a lot. I also really enjoy finding like healthier versions of desserts. Like I said, I have a sweet tooth. And so like finding healthier ways to like get that craving and get that like sweet tooth satisfied, I think is important. But also just like, honestly, like changing the mindset around food, around exercise, around this like diet culture, I think is incredibly important. And so yeah, not like the concept, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels super fucked. I get it very disordered. But at the same time, nothing like I will put my spin on it. Nothing tastes as good as feeling comfortable in my own fucking body. No matter what the weight on the scale is or what my pant size is at that time, if I'm feeling good and comfortable in my body, then I'm going to follow the protocol that helps me get there. So I'm sorry if how I eat or what I do is like triggering for you, triggering for your shit. I apologize, but like focus on yourself. I'm going to focus on myself and we'll just like vibe, you know, like support each other, cheer each other on. But I just see a lot of bashing, honestly, of people who do try to live like healthier lifestyles. My friend and I were talking about this, how, you know, she'll go to a restaurant and like order a salad and people shit on her for ordering a salad when like truly she just wants a fucking salad. And like I've been there. Sometimes all I want is like a really good loaded salad with like apples and like cons or whatever nut they put in there and like a great dressing and tons of greens. Like I love that because it makes me feel good. Or I love starting my day with a smoothie because it makes me feel good. Okay. So just because maybe there has been the past stereotype against certain things, I think we need to be careful about not swinging the pendulum too much on the other way. Like, of course, I want you to be confident and feel beautiful and feel like sexy or whatever, like feel good in your body. Right. But also like, don't 
shit on other people for doing what works for them. And of course, like we want to be supportive of people and we want to like, we all should be mindful about making sure that we're not like getting into disordered habits. But just because you're living a healthy lifestyle doesn't necessarily mean it's disordered. And I think that's something people need to remember. Like a lot of people, especially with the 75 hard, get very triggered around it. And I'm like, hey guys, like just don't do it then. If it's not for you, that's totally fine. Just like don't fucking do it because it's not a certain diet. It's not a certain certain fitness program. It's literally like a lifestyle change. So I'm still on this medical path. I'm still honestly probably going to try to get my thyroid tested, my cortisol tested because there's no way my cortisol my cortisol wasn't like through the fucking roof. Um, because the stress this year, I physically felt it in my body significantly and I'm already feeling a lot better. So that's amazing. I'm so excited to keep going on this like holistic healing journey, but this is just my little PSA that taking care of your body is such an important part for like spiritual health, mental health, physical health, obviously physical health, but like the mind body connection is so important. And I really saw that as I was struggling with things like mentally and spiritually, like it impacted me physically. And it's been funny how also seeing like when I focus on just feeling my body in a healthy way, feeling my mind in a healthy way, feeling my spirit in a healthy way, like the weight goes away, the weight drops off. It's like, bye, bye, bitch. This was a stress response. Goodbye. See you later. Because again, not to go back to it, but something I love about the 75 hard is it makes me, you know, read every day, which is filling my mind. It makes me drink water, which is good for me. It makes me stay active, which is good for me, you know? And I will say this time when I did it, I was a lot more, um, gentle with myself where, where my two workouts weren't always like a lift every day. Like some days it was like a walk in yoga or a walk in Pilates. And some days it was like a walk and a run or a run in lifting. Like it just depended. So Anywho, I just want to share that with you guys because like, honestly, health is hard. Health is really hard and I'm still on this journey. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I will put all these references I talked about in the show notes. Like if you're someone that's like just looking for discipline and challenging yourself, I would look at the 75 hard because you can choose what diet you do. You can choose what exercise program you do. All it is about is about sticking with it right? And so that's where like, I kind of like kept doing the 75 hard. I just like let myself have three days of like eating what I wanted. And that would be considered cheating, which is why I'm like acknowledging like, okay, I did stop it, but like, I'm still doing everything. Okay. And I use the habit tracker, which helps a lot. So again, I'll put that in the show notes too, but thank you guys for listening. I will keep you updated. I will share the things that I know as I learn them. I think we should do a whole episode about like this glucose goddess stuff. I want to get our book. So if I get our book and read through it, I will share with you that info, but look her up on Instagram. Her shit is very cool. I know she's been on several other podcasts. Maybe look up a podcast she's been on. If you like podcasts, obviously you probably do, or you wouldn't have made it this far into this podcast episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. I so appreciate your constant support and I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode and of course to connect with me on social. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at ericavishkalis. If you want to be a part of our online community, check out our Facebook group, Empowered with Erica. You can also find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwithericacom I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. 
Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.